Hi, I'm Adam and welcome to this brand new video and podcast. Over the next few weeks, we hope to discuss some of the topics that concern you the most and get to the very heart of what matters. On this edition, we cover the broad topic of mental health, resilience and good practice through planning your working day from home. We're all on lockdown at the moment and we all need to know how to use our time effectively, right? Our special guest on this week's show is a master when it comes to multitasking. He's a publicist, project manager, musician and has businesses under his umbrella such as Stampede press lightning in a bottle social town and the positive home worker i'm so pleased that we have him here with us to help us to unpack the topics for today's discussion we welcome rob town master of arts having recently graduated from water bear the college of music and we spoke to rob a few weeks ago from his office at home so don't forget do get in touch give us some feedback and also tell us what you'd like to see in future shows we'd love to hear from you enjoy we welcome rob <clears throat> Master of Arts, I might say. Let's let's uh, make a note of that, Rob. Uh, from uh, from Water Bear College. Uh, first of all, huge congratulations on getting your Master of MA. Uh, it's an incredible journey. What was it like for you? Um, do you want a positive angle or do you want a negative angle? Uh, first of all, thanks a lot for that intro. Um, let's do the positive angle because I'm I'm the positive home worker now. Um, it was really challenging absolutely challenging and it really tested me I've, I've never been tested so much than that master's degree um but ultimately and there you go look the word ultimately um i did it um and that was down to the fact that i had a load of experience beforehand i had like 30 years working experience etc and that prepared me for this master's degree um so Bearing in mind that I had no academic, no university experience. It was purely based on 17 years of working in the music industry and everything that came about. Prior to that, my last education was like 1991, 92 at college, where I, you know, I, I didn't do very well because I discovered I wanted to be in bands. So, yeah, <laughs> to, to, get, to do the master's degree and to graduate um, last October was, um, yeah, I'm very proud. And um, I commend anyone that takes undertakes a journey. It's not an easy. It's not an easy. One. And we know from from experience with you, you you're a prolific social media activist, as it were, uh, and you're a, you love putting uh, tip lists together. So if there was, so for example, somebody was starting their MA journey now, what would be your top three tips uh, in preparation? I mean, I started mine in October last year, and I'm at a position now where I'm coming towards the end of the education process uh, and I found it quite quite a challenge like yourself um, didn't start education uh, again from sort of the early 90s and finished then didn't really do anything at that point and then fast forward you know 20 odd 30 odd years later and, and, and back at school so from your perspective what would be it doesn't have to be a top three what would be your highlights in terms of you know how, how how would you prepare for it? Really good question. Um, the, there are a number of things, but the best way I could describe it is to just from personal experience. Um, time management and being organised, which I would class as both the same thing, even though they're two different things. Time management and organisation, the more you can be prepared, the more you can allocate the right time to the right things, and manage that with ease, you'll be able to get a lot more done. Um, the key is in the preparation and then be able to manage your time and, and organize it. Um, 
I mean, and then when you're doing the MA, uh, you'll find that you already have these skills built within you. Uh, I mean, I've always been good with time management and organisation. I come from a project management background. I worked in London with various companies and you had to project manage. You had to make sure your time was managed correctly. Um, but what I found interesting with the MA with regards to those things is um, when you start diving into the referencing, for example, um, <laughs> the beloved Harvard referencing. It's just like, whoa, clothing. hold on a minute. And each one's different. So if you're looking at a book, you know, you've got those different set of components that you need to make sure reference properly. If you're doing something from a web link, there's a different set. If you're doing something from YouTube, there's a different set. And you've got to be organized with that. And, and once you get your head around doing the referencing, you find that actually it slides into the time management and organization field. And before you know it, you, you, you can become a master of that very, very quickly. So that's my first one. Um, my second one is the mindset. Um, what was really interesting to me about the masters straight away was MA01. And that's based around your mindset and having a more positive outlook on life um, and being less negative. Now, I'm I mean, as human beings, I believe we're, you know, naturally negative. It's, it's far easier to be negative and it's a lot more challenging to be positive. And I, just before I started doing the MA, I was at a point where I was considering massive changes in my life. I, I, I didn't want to do the music stuff anymore. I just felt like I'd come to the end of the road and I, you know, I felt like a failure. Um, you know, that, that, that sort of self-sabotage mindset. So I went into this. Uh, process, the other master's process after reading a couple of books, one of them being the, the Ruby Wax book, um, Frazzled. Uh, Frazzled for the mind mindfulness, yeah. yeah. And that sparked something. Um, so when I started the MA, I was really pleased to see what the first module was. So I was like, great, you know, because I'm just getting into the ribs of this. And then suddenly you've got this plethora of information and I just, I, I lapped it up. I honestly lapped it up. The, 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 the whole thing about positive mindset, grit, resilience, and all these things that I've, I've already heard about, but to actually learn about them and then find ways to practice them and have practical solutions around it. I was like, holy moly. <laughs> holy moly. Um, I was like, wow, I, I can actually learn something about that, that, that can really benefit me. And of course, that's that's what the master's about. But when it's something that you're really passionate about, because I was really on board with the positive mindset, to get to do that was incredible. So very quickly, I uh, combined the books that I was reading and the new um, materials that I was being presented by Waterbear, and I made it one of my top um, priorities to actually focus on that. Because I knew if I could um, have that positive mindset, when I made sure I sat down and did the master's degree, all throughout, I was just like, you can do this. You can do this. And whenever I didn't feel like I could do it, I would just shift my mind. I would go outside. I would do something. I'd listen to music or whatever and get back to the purpose. And that was to achieve doing the MA. And that was because of what was taught in MA01. So, yeah, yeah positive, positive mindset, being able to stretch your brain and learn more and, you know, continue to evolve, that that really helped me on the journey. So the, the quicker you can get your head around that and get the basics of that in place, brilliant. Um, the third one is, sounds really obvious, but getting back to creativity. Why why was it that I got into music? It, it was because it inspired me. It inspired me to want to be a musician. And 
music is an inspiration to us all. You know, our, some of our biggest heroes will be musical legends. And um, I think the music business, the business can take over so easily. And the passion of music and creating new things, whether it's writing a song, whether it's writing um, a blog, whether it's um, putting together a podcast, a radio show, all of that is based around the core principles of creativity. And when you do something creative like that, it's an amazing thing, isn't it? You, you accomplish something and you're like, wow. And you've created something and, and, that, and that, get, that gets lost so much. And so the, the MA, what I've, I've really found that enabled me to um, forge on with the MA was being more creative. So as part, as part of my MA04, which I believe is a mentor section. It is the mental section, yeah. Okay, so um, I, I worked, I, I was mentored by a, a, a scriptwriter who wrote for, for TV and plays and stuff and, you know, she encouraged me to um, start writing more stuff down and doing what's called morning notes that I think you're aware of from a book by, um, oh, forgive me, I can't remember her name, but it's called The Artist's Way. And basically every morning you, you, you get up and, and instead of just looking at your phone or getting on a computer, you sit down with a cup of tea or coffee and you write down everything that's in your mind, good and bad, nonsense. You could be looking out the window and going, oh, I can see the sun shining and there's a bird in my garden. It, it, it all, all sounds a bit, but it's, it, it just really helps you define what you're, how you're going to set your day out. And that's basically creativity. So, yeah, those are my three, my three tips to you know, really help get to the essence of what the MA is and how you can um, have a better time doing it. Time management and organisation positive mindsets and creativity and continued learning. So. They're all very, very good. And and the, the, the interesting thing is they're all great building blocks for resilience, I think, you know, yeah, especially yeah. in these times that we're all spending an awful lot more time at home. Like you say, you've started a new business. I want to talk, talk about that, if I may. We briefly touched in the introduction with your various businesses and projects you have on the go at the moment. Time is obviously a commodity that we all have right now in the world, uh, and we're on lockdown. Do you spend your? How do you spend your time, and how does that tie in with your new business, the Positive Homeworker idea? Um, I spend a lot of time learning. I spend a lot of time learning um, with what I with what I do, um, which is a predominantly digital based. I I I have to keep learning stuff you know i have to keep up with social media trends and digital platforms and and so the only way i can keep up with that because it's so fast i, I read a lot of books i read a lot of blogs lots of online educational content and just try and keep that um that, that part of my brain that's um receptive to learning keep that as open as much as possible um the 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 other parts of my day are admin based so I could be doing various tasks and it could be for any one of the businesses. It could be, I could be writing a press release for Stampede. Uh, I could be doing a uh, set of notes for lighting in a bottle or doing a consultation for lighting in a bottle. I could be doing a client's social media. Um, I could be doing some blogs or whatever for the positive homeworker and various other things. And um, this is where time management and organisation comes into it because I think <laughs> go, right, okay, what do I need to do? What is my next right move? What's going to enable me to achieve my purpose? And what's going to actually disrupt my purpose? 
So I have to screen out distractions. I mean, uh, you know, for someone that works from home, um, I, I have a, a cat who, who loves to get on my lap and get on my computer. And um, I love him to bits. But, you know, if I'm right in the middle of creating something or doing an important admin task, that's a distraction. So I have to find a way to you know, shut him out sometimes. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a combination of those three things, really. It's, um, it's, it's the uh, learning, it's the, it's the admin, and um, it's, it's also communication. Sorry, the third thing is communication. It's spending time like this, doing, doing calls like this, or even on the phone like we did recently, just on the phone having to catch up with people. And I think this, this is one of the things we're going to see come out of this uh, awful situation is that we're going to actually reconnect as human beings. Um, I think we'll, we'll, we'll understand the reality of what digital technology can do for us and use it more to enhance our lives as opposed to hijacking it. So that's pretty much how my day goes. It's, it's you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a sort of mixed bag. It's, it's multitasking. It's um, regulated switch tasking. As I said, I could be on Stampede, I could be on Lightning, I could be on Social Channel, I could be on Positive Homework or, or a couple of other things. And it's just being able to get your mind back to that purpose and go, what's going to make you happy? You know, how, how are you not going to upset yourself? How are you going to achieve what it is you need to do? That's what I always go back to. You know, if I don't do this press release, that band will be upset and I will let them down. So I need to get that press release done. But then which that could be my number one but then my number three which is a consultation with lightning in a bottle um they've just contacted me to say really sorry rob but we need to revise the date could we do it any sooner um otherwise we're not going to be able to do it for two weeks so i then need to try and balance it and go okay what's more important the press release or the, the consultation so you have to go through this process of like you know because you can't be everything to everyone and no, that's, that's true. the struggle isn't it we're as human beings we don't want to let people down but ultimately we are I think the key is in communication. I think the key is in real relationships. And this is what I strive for every day is to build real relationships with people. So we understand that we are not screen devices. We are we are Adam. We are Rob. You know, we, we are real human beings and we all have stuff going on in our lives, you know, good and bad. And at the moment, we've got a lot of bad stuff going on. However, there is always opportunities to have good stuff going on in life. So communication real human beings um admin and uh what was the last one learning continue learning so that, that's my day in a nutshell and and the positive homeworker what a great idea to bring all of these things together to, to to sort of give people guidance and tools because now obviously in the world it's a different place and i think to be honest with you after even when covid19 has uh, gone thankfully uh, eventually um the world won't be ever be the same so and a lot more people will be working from home so the positive homework has come at quite an ideal time don't you agree i yeah uh, yeah um i've uh, let me give you a brief potted history of how this has happened um i've worked from home for 10 years now i started working from home in 2010 is in my 10th year Prior to that, in my mid-20s to my mid-30s, I lived on my own. I had my own house, just me and my cat. And uh, so that was an isolated experience. I mean, at the time, I was in a band, so I was going off on tour and whatnot. But by having that kind of, like, interaction, essentially the band was my traditional office. You know, I'd go out with my co-workers 
and we'd spend time together and we'd experience all these different things. And then I'd come home, I'd be on my own. And that set a ton of challenges for me. So I, I learned a lot from that. And then I've learned a lot from the last 10 years. I have felt for a long time now that, especially with the uh, advancement of technology, um, that you know, we're going to see jobs be made redundant. And what's happening now with the COVID-19 situation is that that's going to be accelerated. You know, because if people are t aren't well um, and they can't drive the trucks, they can't load the lorries up and, and whatnot with food and supply chains, you know, fall over because a human element isn't there, they're going to turn to technology and replace those jobs with um, Arnold. It's not very academic, is it? No. <laughs> um, they're going to replace them with robots. AI, all that is going to be, it's going to come, become a reality. It is a reality, but it's, it's, it's been accelerated. So I think now's the time really for people, because we will see more and more people stepping into self-employment, more and more um, businesses looking at their, um, the, 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 their sort of outsource, I'm sorry, the, the money that they're spending on uh, building rent and things like that. And they're actually looking and go, actually, we don't need to be spending all that money we could just like literally downscale to a small, you know, um, building and uh, have more people working from home. Um, and as appealing as working from home may sound, it's really, really challenging. Um, and requires discipline as well. You've got to have, you've got to be disciplined. You, you've got to be able to manage yourself. You've got to be able to manage your time. You've got to be able to screen out disruptions. You've got to basically be organized. You've got to know what you're doing. You've got to have a purpose every day. Otherwise, before you know it, you're stuck in your pyjamas in your dressing gown all day. Or, God forbid, you're having a drink at nine o'clock in the morning. You know, it's, it's, it's so easy to do. It is really easy to do. But the good news is with a, with a good dose of self-discipline, if you understand the challenges and the opportunities that uh, surround you, there are many benefits to working from home. You know, I, I mean, literally, you can get so much done so much quicker if you can sort of, okay, I'm going to turn off the not notifications on my phone. I'm, going to, I'm not going to look at my emails. I'm not, you know, I'm going to let key people know that I'm not available for the next three hours. And in those three hours, you nail your task list. You get it done and you come out and you just like the feeling. It's liberating, absolutely liberating. But it is challenging if you're not used to it. And you've got some great tips and some great videos and some 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 um, some great stuff to have a look at on your website. Can you tell us what the website is called and where we can find you? Yeah, it's uh, www. Uh, I don't know if we say that anymore. The www. It's, you've done you've it, done it twice now. Oh, it was not twice. It's thepositivehomeworker.com. <laughs> uh, it's, it's and of course, we'll run the details at the bottom of the screen so people can go and check that out as well. Uh, just off the back of that, give me a big no or a, and a big yes of things. It's a big no's, what to avoid, big things to definitely gravitate towards in terms of working from home. Uh, disruptions, uh, big no, no. You need, you need to basically be able to tell, like I said earlier, uh, anyone key to what you do, let them know that you are working from home and let basically say to them, if I don't get back to you straight away on email or messenger, it's just because I'm right in the middle of things. I will get back to you eventually. Uh, I, I do believe what we're seeing at the moment is more sort of kindness from people and understanding. Um, if we look at, 
instant messages, for example, um, when you've got your read receipts, etc. Um, the temptation to just go back to that person um, can be overwhelming. So you just need to understand on both sides that yes, we can. It's, it's easy. It's easy to communicate with each other, and we are more accessible. But just because we sent a message doesn't mean it needs to get answered straight away. Same with notifications. Um, you've just got to be able to screen out those disruptions and make a point again, right, at three o'clock, I'm going to go into my emails and my messages for an hour and I'm going to just sort them out. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to answer them and, and move forward. Uh, again, it comes back to the time management and the organisation. Um, avoid uh, unhealthy eating. Uh, avoid the temptation to have a beer, uh, so, you know, lunchtime or whatever. This, is, this isn't lunchtime beer, by the Lemonade. way. Lemonade. <laughs> it's um, water. Drink water, plenty of water. Um, I didn't realise that, but, you know, water actually helped bring oxygen to your brain, for example. So not, you're not just, you know, keeping your system flushing out any, any stuff from that. You're actually helping your brain as well. So drink, drink plenty of water. Exercise is a biggie. You know, it's, um, sorry, hold on a sec. Sorry, are you still there? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, exercise, get fresh air, take regular breaks. Um, I think, I think again, if we, if we talk about time management, um, the Pomodoro, um, system. I don't know if you're aware of that. So yeah, you can, you can get an app, can't you? Yeah. Yeah, literally give yourself like 45 minutes. I'm gonna. These these are my main priorities. I'm gonna crack on with that. So that's a big positive, definitely. If you can do that. Um, hobbies. Be creative. Be be creative as much as possible. Find ways within your tasks to be creative. Um, because that will just really spur you on. It will make you want to achieve more if you're being creative. Um, you need to be able to separate yourself. So if you look at your workspace, for example, I, I work in my living room stroke dining room and I've got my corner here. Um, yes, I can see the TV over there and the sofa and whatnot, but I know that's my um, comfort area, whereas this little corner here is my work area. And so I've able be, been able to separate it. Um, if you've got, at the, at the moment, obviously, if you're self-isolating with other people, uh, it's important that they know that this is your area and to uh, for you to understand each other and to um, know when not to just come into the room and, and just start talking. Um, you know, when you, you've got to keep in the flow as much as possible when you're home working. Um, that, that can really help you achieve a lot of things. So, such, yeah. such, such great advice there, Rob. It, it, it really, really is. And we, we look forward to seeing more from the positive home worker because I think people will, in, in time, come to realise that, you know, they need to put the building blocks together. We talked about it, uh, you know, off, off camera before about resilience, about building your resilience and getting, you know, making sure that you've got everything in place. Now, let's talk about innovation finally uh the way that the the internet is responding to this current situation is it's really really quite exciting to see so many artists turning to doing home performances now because obviously the live performance element of their career has had to take a back burner for the time being how, how what's your view on that how are you seeing that i'm all i can see are positive things from this personally i think it's extraordinary um, I think this is a really good opportunity for music artists to really, truly connect with their fans. 
and to illustrate to their fans their passions. Um, you know, take Toby, for example. At the moment, he's putting out a cover every other day. Um, today, it was um, 39 by Queen. Um, a couple of days ago, it was uh, Lullaby by The Cure. And it just, it just shows that, you know, these are the roots of these artists. And um, it doesn't matter if you're, if, you're, if you're famous or not. It's just a, a chance for you to get really creative. And this, this is actually, you know, it, they're not, you know, it's, it's so sad what's going on with, um, you know, businesses in trouble, events being cancelled, etc. And it's an extremely challenging time. But for, for creatives, music artists, it's, it's an amazing opportunity to show your creativity and to embrace your fans and to um, just just be a bit more original be a bit more unique, show a little bit more of yourself um, and really connect with your fans. And I, I, would, I would urge any music artist or band, and obviously with bands it's a bit more challenging, but there are ways to do combined event, aren't there? But just, just, just sit down and just think, well, how can we do something that's not really been done before? Because we've got all the tools, haven't we, to do this? Absolutely, like, we're not reinventing the world. We're not inventing. We're innovating, which is you yeah, know, using stuff that already exists. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and if get creative, find, yeah. just just come up with stuff and just try it. And if we could just touch on for a minute in terms of artists themselves, being prepared is is such an important factor uh, of the work that I'm doing personally at the moment. Um, you know, in terms of coaching artists on engagements with the media, getting your story uh, together is probably the biggest tip that I could probably come up with in terms of in your preparation, because there'll be a lot more opportunities now for interviews online. So therefore, you know, a lot of people's availability has increased as well. So the volume of interviews. So how do you make your interviews stand out? Well, that's quite, it's not simple, but there are certain things that you can follow, have a story, which is, you know, start to finish, incite, in, incite excitement from the beginning uh, and then have a point to your story. Always make sure you bullet point your topics to be covered as well is in one thing that I uh, thought about in terms of, you know, your album release, your, your video release, your single release, new video that's coming out. All those things need to be covered in an interview, I think. And, of course, research. If you're going to be interviewed by somebody, do a bit of research on them as well. Find out what they've done before. Maybe have a look at their prior, their previous work, perhaps. Uh, is there anything that you could add to that, Rob, do you think? I think the um, – no, I know this. Creating the story is the key to it. Uh, and this is why it's so important, the lyrics, to mean something. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say to bands, like, look around you. What's going on around you? Um, what's happening in your local town? You know, what what is it that you can bring? Bring all these different strengths together, draw them together, and create a story within your body of work, so that when the lyrics themselves serve as a story, and you can pull together your story and have something of real worth to talk about. I I had a band and once, and they um, I think they were from the murder capital of England or something or, or Britain. And a lot of their lyrics actually centered around um, um, murderers, a bit more, a bit more, a bit morbid. But they had a story to tell, 
and it, it was it's interesting so when when it came along that actually they lived in the murder capital of uh, britain it was like perfect it was a perfect storm you know we we went from having um the usual sort of interest to suddenly you got major magazines giving full pages and stuff because they had a great story to tell okay that's that's a bit of a lucky your unlucky break but having a story is absolutely absolutely crucial you, you need to pull something together that's going to make someone like you go that makes me curious i want to read more about this i want to find out more about it but if you're just simply churning out the same old kind of familiar music and your lyrics are about drinking whiskey and dying yeah. and mining and stuff like that no, let's let's get creative. Let's tell a story, and and usually I would I would say look around your local vicinity and see what's going on. So at the moment, as terrible as this coronavirus is, I would be expecting a lot of bands to be you know looking into isolation, and looking into what it means to them and what the history of isolation means and how it's affecting us at the moment. There's, there's so many things that you know we could be writing about as as creatives here. And bands, um, it's a perfect time for them to, it's, it's a perfect time for all of us to get creative and to learn more, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I, I think that's a very interesting point that you raise there about creating your story. I think that's that's your first flag to get to get done. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. In, in, in terms of bands specifically, like you say, not just talk about in your lyrics, but in your interview content as well. It, uh, when you're engaging with a member of the press, they're there to listen to your story. So have one prepared uh, and make sure the it information. Makes it easier, doesn't it? Absolutely. Makes for great content. And you get, obviously, every interview, I believe, is an opportunity as a sales pitch for, for you as an artist. It, it, you're, you're there to, to, to sell your product as, as base as that sounds. And some artists will say, well, it's all about the art. Yes, it is. But even more so, it's prevalent now because, you know, artists are struggling to make money uh, through live performances. So now they're innovating in such a wonderful way where people can actually tip them whilst they're playing live from, from, from their home locations on isolation. So it's, there's, there's plenty for people out there to do. There really, really is, and I, I, I'm a firm believer in that. I really yeah, you am. Just, you just got to separate yourselves. And the only way you're going to separate that is through the songs and actually have some meaning to your lyrics and your story. Do something. As soon as you find that way in, as soon as you find something that not, not everyone's doing, you know, and it makes people go, oh, I've not seen that before, you've got their interest. And if the music stacks up to it, then you'll get more people coming through to you it's, it's just really encouraging to see that people are embracing music more and more whether it's as a listener or as an artist and i think combined with the technology today you know we're just going to see more and more people turning to music in a time of isolation i mean you know i'm sure you agree you know the best times for me when i'm feeling a little bit down is just to get my headphones on and have a little bit of a walk or have listen to some music and my mindset can just switch just like that. And now we're seeing it more, more online. We're seeing the live videos and, as you say, the, the tipping and everything. It just shows how important music is. And that, that passion can't get lost um, in this age where we're so overwhelmed with content. It's just about finding the stuff that matters to us. And, and then, you know, you, and you, as an artist, you find that and, you know, you showcase it on your programme people will get into it because there's a real urgency there's a real message there's real potency to what you're doing 
it's, it's, it's very interesting and I would urge more bands to get, get creative and, and to learn about all this stuff because it will only benefit them, benefit them in the long run. Rob, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show thank you so much for joining us today uh, and sharing your your information sharing your wisdom uh, and uh, and your strength thank you so much we really do appreciate it no, thank you thanks for taking the time i appreciate it always a pleasure mate thank you